Welcome to The Journey, an online commentary on today's scripture reading with Seth Davidson. Today's reading is from Acts chapter 24, verses 17 through 27. After several years away, I returned to Jerusalem with money to aid my people and to offer sacrifices to God. My accusers saw me in the temple as I was completing a purification ceremony. There was no crowd around me and no rioting. But some Jews from the province of Asia were there, and they ought to be here to bring charges if they have anything against me. Ask these men, hear what crime the Jewish high council found me guilty of. Except for the one time I shouted, I am on trial before you today because I believe in the resurrection of the dead. At that point, Felix, who was quite familiar with the way, adjourned the hearing and said, Wait until Lysias, the garrison commander, arrives. Then I will decide the case. He ordered an officer to keep Paul in custody, but to give him some freedom and allow his friends to visit him and take care of his needs. A few days later, Felix came back with his wife, Drusilla, who was a Jewish, or who was Jewish. Sending for Paul, they listened as he told them about the faith in Christ Jesus. As he reasoned with them about righteousness and self-control and the coming day of judgment, Felix became frightened. Go away for now, he replied. When it is more convenient, I'll call for you again. He also hoped that Paul would bribe him, so he sent for him quite often to talk to him. After two years went by in this way, Felix was succeeded by Portius Festus. And because Felix wanted to gain favor with the Jewish people, he left Paul in prison. Well, yesterday we talked about the way. The way that the first church lived was dramatically different. And in this passage, we see some of the ways that it was different because the ways of the world are in stark contrast to the gospel. We see some of those there. The ways the world works is that those who have the most money or the most power or the most prestige, they work their way up the ladder of success. People look at them and say, I want to be like that. And so they build their own lives or get the biggest homes or the most prestigious jobs. And it's all about me, all about self-fulfillment. It's all about building their own little empire, and there's not a whole lot of room at the top. We call that the right side up pyramid, and that represents for many of us the ways of the world, <laughs> where things other than the kingdom of God, things other than character count, any way you can work your way up the ladder of success is worth it. Well, the ways of the kingdom are different. You've probably heard the upside-down kingdom. It began with Jesus. The greatest must be the servant of all. That more important than a big empire that's created uh, is the character that's formed. Uh, and as a servant becomes a leader and as character flows through them, the lives of others are made better and God's kingdom will come and his will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The ways of this world are one way, and the ways of the kingdom are another. And so we get a couple examples of how the ways of the world are at work in the story of Paul. The first is related to uh, the Jewish leaders and the, the aristocratic lawyer who's trying to make his case. Their way of life is threatened the social structures and the strata. Uh, 
where Paul is claiming Jesus is king and we're all equal under God, both Jew and Gentile. Paul's trying to turn the period upside down and they are fighting tooth and nail. No, no, Paul is a heretic. Paul's message is untrue. They'll do anything to keep Paul down. And on the other hand, you have the, uh, the civil leader, the one over the region of Caesarea, his name is Felix. He's married to a Jewish woman. He himself does not seem to be Jewish. He represents Roman law and authority, but he's familiar with Jewish customs. He's familiar with the ways of Jesus. He seems even interested in these, in, the, in spiritual matters, but he is a part of that system. He's worked his way up to the top, and so he continues to propagate the, the ways of the world as opposed to the ways of God or cultivating character that count. A few ways he falls short as we see in this. First, verse 22, Felix knows that these charges aren't true, but he delays and deflects uh, making a judgment because to judge uh, correctly and do the right thing would have opposition from others. He'd lose favor, there'd be unrest. He's just not willing to do that. So he first says, let's wait for Lysias, the garrison commander, then I'll try your case. Well, evidently he never really tries the case and he lets it go a week or a month, two months, a year, even two years. And during that time, he just keeps Paul in prison, uh, and, but allows Paul to have friends who take care of his needs. On one hand, that may look like compassion, and I suppose that it, that it is. <laughs> um, but because of his failure to act, he's leaving Paul, an innocent man, without freedoms. Um, because of his failure to act and his lack of character, uh, others are suffering for that. That's sort of the way it works in the world. It's okay if others suffer as long as I remain at the top. It's okay if there's suffering by others as long as I'm not the one who's bringing the charges. It's the Jewish leaders. I'm just waiting to the right time to call the case. We also see a lack of moral character that is really rampant and represented in the Roman Empire, that of looking for a bribe. He's waiting for maybe Paul or others to give him a bribe that both lines his pocketbook, but also might give him reason and motivation to actually make the decision he should make anyway. Um, all these are reasons where he is in line with the ways of the world. And he enjoys talking to Paul. He seems open to spiritual things. So he sends for Paul this whole time. And Paul is in verses uh, 25, uh, 24, 25, 26. Paul is sharing about the good news of Jesus. He's talking about righteousness and self-control and the coming day of judgment. And, uh, and Felix is fearful. <laughs> Felix knows he's about a kingdom that isn't Jesus's. He knows he's tried to become king of his own little world. He knows he's taken shortcuts, that he falls short in righteousness and self-control. And he believes enough 
to have concern about his eternal state. But instead of doing the right thing and releasing Paul, and instead of doing the right thing and repenting and coming to faith in Jesus, he just keeps the status quo for two years until the time where he's relieved of his post. And then instead of setting Paul free, he leaves him in jail. See, he represents the ways of the world, the ways of the self being the most important thing, the ways of putting others down to keep your position. But the way that Christians lived, the way Paul lived, the way Christ lived, was that of servanthood, was that of leadership, was that of true faith that uh, created righteousness and self-control, the fruits of the Spirit that we see in Galatians, in the life of the Spirit, empowered by the Holy Spirit. These are void from the religious leaders who are, who are propping up the status quo and void of the Roman authorities who are propping up the status quo. But there are revolutionaries in Jesus and Paul and in that first church who take those structures, they turn them upside down, and that changes the world. So what's status quo in your life? What are those structures that promote worldly ways? And how are you going to be different? <laughs> Following Jesus, like Paul, bringing the ways and works and spirit of Christ through you and around you. The world is desperate for that kind of life, living, and leadership. May this come as an encouragement and a challenge to you and I.